We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Well, the NFL surprised us over the weekend, giving teams $10 million more than what was expected in salary cap space. So we'll get into why this helps a team like the Ravens out more than teams that are already far under the cap. And Sarah, after the news was released, the Ravens team website tweeted that it's, quote, time to let EDC cook, end quote. All right, so we're going to take a look into what DaCosta could potentially be cooking up with this extra cash. Yeah, I'm Sarah Ellison alongside Bobby Trossett. It is Monday, February 26th. And this is your morning Ravens update from Inside the Vault, presented by our friends at Mantis Sleep. So, Sarah, ESPN's Jeremy Fowler spoke with a Ravens representative recently who told him, or asked him in this case, quote, could you imagine Lamar Jackson and Saquon Barkley in the same backfield, end quote. Yes, yes, I could. To answer that question, we'll get, we'll get more into that. And we also have official numbers on what it would cost to exercise the fifth-year options on both Odafe Owe and Rashad Bateman. We'll, one, we'll ask, are they worth the price tag? All that and more coming up. Thanks for waking up with the Morning Vault, where you get the most important Ravens news and our opinions in about 30 minutes. Okay, here we go. Welcome to Combine Week, first and foremost, but welcome to this. The Ravens have a little bit more money, and all 32 teams do, for that matter, now that the 2024 salary cap's been released, Sarah, and that number, remember, Brian McFarland of, you know, within the Ravens salary cap analyst community, he is the top dog when it comes to that. We use him very often in, in his analysis. You had mentioned it recently. He'd been working on the number of $245 million. Mm-hmm. Now the NFL officially confirms Tom Pelissero was the first to be on it, that that number for 2024 that all teams will be working with is 255.4 to be exact. So $10 million more, and that does mean something for the Ravens. Oh, it absolutely does. So I had tweeted out um, the, the news when the NFL had put it out that it's $10 million more, which is a major boost. And so somebody had asked me, and many people have been asking this question, well, if everyone is getting it, it provides no specific advantage to any one team, right? And so it, to, to Dave's point, in some ways, that's definitely true. Like everybody has 10 million more. And so what ends up happening is like most teams just spend more on free agents. They spend more on bringing guys in. So in one sense, 
yeah, everybody has 10 million more. But in another sense, when you're a team that is already so tight against the cap and you were, you had to have plans of creating money, for example, say like you were like, oh, we got to cut so-and-so. You'd actually still be great here, but we need that money. We can't. Now you're like, wait a minute. Now we can still keep him at a price tag that we felt comfortable with under a smaller cap, right? And so uh, anyway, I'll get more into those details, but it for sure is going to help a team like the Ravens that prior to this had single digit kind of millions going into this. So just to give a little bit more perspective though, Bobby, on what, how big of a raise this is. So Ken McCusick put out these numbers. He's always great with these, these numbers. He said the 2024 cap increase is 30.6 million. That's year over year. That is 13.6%. He said that is the highest in terms of absolute dollars by a wide margin. Mm. And then it's the second highest percentage since 2000. So in 2022, 14.3% coming out of a COVID-based decline. Okay, so the average rate of increase has been 5.7. Well, now we're at 13.6. I mean, it's massive. Then he goes on to say, the teams that benefit most from the increase are those close to the zero cap, like the Ravens. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it's kind of what I said before. So Brian McFarlane got into a little bit more detail. What specifically? Because we, I was even joking online with, with a few people. It's like, oh, oh. 10 million more. That means <laughs> sign up Mike Evans, get Derrick Henry. Why not add Brian Burns while we're at it? Like, let's just, and hey, let's get depth. Let's get Saquon along with Derrick Henry, right? You know, kind of joking that 10 million isn't going to go that far. But, um, but Brian did a really good job of kind of breaking down realistically things that, that to maybe fans don't mean a lot, but is certainly going to mean a lot to those inside the, the building. So he talked, he, he first pointed out what I just did. You, you discuss potential cap cuts that you may not have to do anymore. So he was like Ricard Moses or those two that maybe it's like, well, maybe we don't need to cut them out right anymore. Okay. And then he says it's easier quote unquote to tag Matabike. And remember that's going to cost about 21 million. So 10 million right there. If you were going to tag him and it looks like they're going to have to, unless they come up with a long-term deal, Bobby, you had to come up with an extra 10 million on top of, you know, now they just got to find the 11 million, but now that they have, you know what I mean? So it could go there. Or is it easier to bring back some like lesser priced uh, vet like Ronald Darby or Arthur Mollette? He says it makes it easier money wise to retain Stanley or you're not forced to restructure deals. You may not want to, right? You might've not now, maybe you don't need to go to Lamar and say, okay, let's go restructure and push even more money uh, down the road. And then the last one he had with this, now maybe maybe all that the Ravens were already going to do. Maybe they already knew that. But now they can do all that, okay, and maybe sign a free agent. A free agent that any number that we've been talking about, but I think that money could go to running back. And before we get into running back, this episode's brought to you by, and there'll be maybe running backs plural about what we're going to discuss <laughs> here. Uh, this episode's brought to you by our friends at Manta Sleep. And you know, Sarah and I have been both rocking this sleep mask. It's true 100% blackout for a deeper sleep. It puts you into a straight up cocoon, a coma, whatever you want to call it. C-shaped eye cups uh, gives you unbeatable side sleep comfort. There's zero pressure on your eyelids or lashes. There's advanced materials included, ventilation for unmatched breathability. So whether you're just taking a power nap quickly during your day, 
uh, during your weekend, whatever it might be, or if you're just you know trying to get a deeper, heavier, more efficient sleep at night, uh, Mantis Sleep is the way to go. So best part is for you, if you are a subscriber of the Vault and you use the discount code VAULT10 at checkout, that's V-A-U-L-T-1-0, you're going to get 10% off your next purchase. So go check them out. Uh, Sarah's kids, I think, love them more than both of us combined, but that's just the reality of, of how good they are. So you can go check them out. And a special thanks to Mantis Sleep for believing in what we're building here in Baltimore. So yeah, to get to your point there, Derrick Henry obviously is one of the headliners at the running back position, as is Saquon Barkley. And so, of course, when <laughs> I think this conversation was already because the betting odds, we, we saw that the betting mm-hmm. odds are favoring the Ravens to, to land, be the landing spot for Derek. And then the, the salary increase happens, right? And then some of these reports out there, I, I know Jeremy Fowler joined Glenn Clark Radio at the end of last week here in Baltimore and was kind of talking about the Ravens doing their due diligence. They've done their homework on the market, right? And, and they're looking at Derek. And so there's all this this talk and this buzz and, and so, but I think the salary cap discussion really sent it through the roof because uh, I know I'm a believer that if there are two outliers in this, this running back market, and it's been a tough market for them, obviously last off season was sort of historical um, at, at how difficult it was financially for these guys. But if there are two outliers to me, it's, it's Derek and it's Saquon. And I know those are the players that we're about to talk about right now. Yeah. So, um, you know, we've kind of discussed, I mean, both you and I have been like, oh, Derek, Derek would be great. Saquon would be great, but it's not about whether they'd be great. These guys would be great in just about any backfield, right? Any team would benefit from it. It's what would it cost? You know, and now that the Ravens have a little extra money, maybe, maybe it's something that they could afford. Now, Joel Corey, who is a former um, NFL agent, he's been writing for CBS Sports for years, really respected uh, mind in terms of salary caps and how much, um, how to put deals together. He was all over the Lamar stuff back in March, oh, like yeah. non-exclusive versus exclusive. We used his stuff a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so he, he writes about, um, how both the Ravens and actually Dallas Cowboys could be, uh, two teams that make sense for somebody like Derrick Henry. And by the way, he got into the numbers and, and, you know, while Derek didn't have as much yards per carry as he has in the past, he got deeper into the numbers that kind of explain that there's still plenty of tread um, on that on those tires, right? Based off of like offensive line stuff, like you can dig dig deep and see is it is it Derek or was it the offense? Yada yada yada. So then the key point is way down into the article, and he puts together what he thinks is a fair deal for yep. Derek Henry. And then yep. I want to get your reaction to see if you if you put on Eric Tacosta's hat, would you spend this? Yep. Yep. So uh, Joel writes, the average yearly salary of 2023's 15 highest paid running backs on veteran contracts was a little more than $9.975 million per year, with the average contract length being 2.73 new year. So basically three. So here it is. Signing Henry to a two-year $20 million contract, averaging $10 million per year with $14 million in guarantees, of which $11 million is fully guaranteed at sign- signing, wouldn't be outlandish. Mm-hmm. So I'll take it over to you, Bobby. I know oh. that you've you've been wanting to get Henry, right? You're certainly not against it. Yeah. Would you spend $10 million per year, $14 million in guaranteed money? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh. You know what I'd do? I'd, I'd retool at cornerback and that big body wide receiver in the draft, right? And 
I would spend that kind of money on Derrick Henry because I think he still has that enough left in the tank for that to make sense and for that to put and for his presence and his skill set to put Baltimore through the roof offensively. You you scoffed. You wouldn't spend that. No. That's banana nanas. What would you? I would be more comfortable in the five to six million dollar range. Five to six. Yeah. Which might might not get it done for Derek. You know, it might not get it done. I from based off of reports, I know he wants to join a championship caliber team. There's no guarantee that the Ravens are gonna gonna win it, but we as long as Lamar's healthy, I think they can go just as far, right? At the the very least. And okay. then could somebody like Derek put it over the top? Yeah. But here's here's one reason why. Maybe maybe this is a good transition to the Jeremy Fowler stuff. We've talked about how much value you can get out of running backs. We know the Ravens are good at finding them not only late in the draft, but undrafted rookie free agents. Keaton is Mitchell is the latest. Gus Edwards has been one. But then again, they've used the second round pick like on J.K. Dobbins. Mm. They prayed decent money for Ingram. So they've they've done it in many ways. Yeah. Um, so, but here's here's why I would be patient. Okay, so this gets us into um, this soundbite with Jeremy Fowler on ESPN. I'll just play it, and then I'll give you kind of my, my thoughts afterwards. While the Ravens, who the Chiefs dispatched at MNC Bank to get to another Super Bowl, they have some areas of concern and areas of focus. What's their priority? Well, they could add a playmaker. We're talking about a potential running back. They're looking okay. at some of the top guys, Saquon, Derrick Henry, DeAndre Swift. They're at least doing the legwork. Price point could be an issue. Baltimore's typically not a big spender, especially that position. But there are five or six really good players, and the running back market has suffered in recent years, so they could maybe wait out, see if somebody falls down to them at the right price range and could get an elite guy. I talked to somebody with the team, though, who admitted, could you imagine Saquon Barkley, Lamar Jackson, <laughs> same backfield for the running game? I'm also just envisioning Derrick Henry in those all-black uh, Baltimore Ravens home uniforms. That just, that just looks mean. All right, so from... Okay, yes, that would honestly be sick. I, whether it was Derek or Saquon, all blacks on like a Thursday night football against whoever, right? Like the Bengals again or or Kansas City, like in, in Kansas. I mean, we wouldn't be all black if we were in Kansas City, but you know what I mean? I mean, those two back there, listen, listen, it makes you drool a little bit, okay? It's it's definitely exciting. So I got two questions for you. Okay. But I don't want to interrupt your thought process. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. One, since since you wouldn't spend that, where would you rather have that money allocated? And two, do you realistically think, I'm, I'm asking this genuinely, do you realistically think that waiting could afford them? Well, Saquon and Derek, do you think slip through the cracks this year? Like, so are they not going to get signed immediately? So that's kind of my point. To me, patience is the key. So Eric DaCosta is going to know the market. He knows it better than me. Right, he knows, but we know how in disarray all the running backs were last season, mm. last off season, to the point where J.K. Dobbins is a part of this running backs Zoom call meeting, and they're all upset about like how, what the market's like and how they're not getting any money. So, to me, maybe something's going on behind the scenes that I don't know about. But the last time we checked in, the running back market was so depressed that these guys all got on a Zoom call together and they were unhappy about it. Yeah. So to me, that's kind of where my mind's at a little bit. Like, I, I don't know. Are, are like, the GM suddenly change in a year? 
So now here's what I do think would be smart. And this is why I do think over something like, like I could see the Ravens spending more money on a big name running back more than I could see that happening at wide receiver. We've talked about that. Yes. We've talked about how yes. it should be in the draft with the wide receiver. We've also talked about, I also think we're going to get to this later, but Xavier Howard is going to be released, right? That's a great name, but I honestly don't think the Ravens would spend money on the cornerback market. I see them being like, well, we have our veterans with Marlon Humphrey and Brandon Stevens. And so we more want to get youth there. Whereas at the running back position, because yes. they didn't resign Gus Edwards and they're probably not going to sign JK Dobbins. I don't think um, I could see them then saying, okay, this is where we do want veteran blood. And just like they do with the safety position, the linebacker position inside linebacker position where other teams don't spend as much. Yep. The Ravens are like, okay, we'll go spend here then because nobody else is spending that much. We'll play, we'll play in air quotes, premium dollar at this position because premium dollar at this position is very different than at corner or at wide receiver. Sure. So I definitely could see them being active in these big names. My only point is you have Derrick Henry, Josh Jacobs, Saquon Barkley, Tony Pollard, Swift, and then there's some other names in there, not as like Austin Eckler. Um, that's the big, that's the, you just named the big guns though. Yeah. But you know? my point yeah. is knowing how everybody treats the running back position these days, knowing what happened last off season, to me, patience is the key. Now, if, if you see right away that Derrick Henry and Saquon Barkley has gone, then okay, jump in and, and, and offer something to Josh Jacobs, right? Or if you see right away somebody's leaving like a massive contract to Derrick Henry, then maybe you want to jump in. I'm just saying I'm not going to be the first guy to bite. But I'm but I better be right there and I better have I'm talking to all their agents, right? And we're and I'm just getting a feel for everything. But to me when there's that many big names in a in a market that usually is depressed at this position, I'm not going in guns a blazing being like, "Yeah, take my 10 million that I just got from the league." I more want to see I, I want to be patient. I and you. I think when you're patient, it you it generally, especially for Eric DaCosta, it all it like nine times out of ten seems to pay off. Just be careful, EDC. Just be care, be ready, be quick, be, I be don't ready. Know. See, so many people preach panic. Everybody's like panic, panic, panic. That's Efficiency. what I love about EDC and Ozzy. They're patient. And I and I like that. I couldn't agree more with you on the um, the positional value side of things. Look what mm -hmm. they got out of the the Darbies and the mall the Mallets last year at, at corner. So like, even yeah, though they were them, linked to Xavier, yeah, like for free agency, sign them. Let's resign them. Yeah, right. They were reliable. Gosh, Darby was friggin' reliable down the stretch for yeah. sure. Uh, they used him a lot more than you ever could have imagined. Uh, you know, six, eight, nine months ago or whatever. But. Uh, even though they were linked to Xavier back in 2021, I think it was at least rumored to be. I'm a, I'm in agreement with you. I think they'd rather kind of invest in those. Yeah, they they are sort of non-traditional in 2024. Like giving that kind of money to an inside linebacker. There's been a lot of talk about mm -hmm. that. And then we're going to give that kind of money given where the market is right now at the running back position and the shelf life. But boy, I, I keep saying I keep referring to them as outliers. I really think that they are. Derek and Saquon. So we'll see what kind of patience they're willing to do uh, when the market opens up and, and when the new league year begins around March 11th. So uh, good stuff there. And any other slides on that? I think that was it on the running backs. Okay. But cool. yes. Oh my gosh. Saquon and Lamar back there. <laughs> oh, 
I'm can you imagine it? Yeah, we, yeah, we can imagine it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jeremy, or whatever Ravens rep said that. Oh, and yeah. by the way, I do just want to say one more thing. Just because a Ravens rep said that doesn't mean that they're like for sure targeting him. Yeah. Uh, like yeah. I-, I can tell you just like because I've had so many lunches right inside the Ravens cafeteria. I mean, people dream inside there too, right? Like scouts fall in love with people, front office people like they, I mean, they can see it. But then they, you know, doesn't mean that that's for sure who they're targeting or whatnot. Sorry to be a buzzkill on that. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. (laughs) good 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 perspective there here's some just specifics on price tags jonas schaefer put together uh via tom pelissero of nfl network for specific ravens players just what the price tags are so the franchise tag like you alluded to earlier on in this episode for justin matabike is listed at 22.1 million something that he's expected to receive we'll see if Mm -hmm. that happens the fifth-year option for outside linebacker Adafe Owe is $14.5 million. And then the fifth-year option for Rashad Bateman at the wide receiver position, which you can't imagine he's expected to receive, is uh, $14.3 million, Or at least it'd be shocking, in my opinion, if, 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 if that were to be given to him based on the availability uh, issues and also you know, just the, the, the stats aren't there either, quite frankly. So, yeah, anything stick out to you there? Uh, well, just, just to reiterate, I said this before that like signing Justin Matabike to a long-term deal would be massive, like massive, 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 especially as we keep seeing, we just talked about how the cap went up 13.6%, right? Like, I don't know that it's going to continue to grow that much, but one of the, but, but somebody had asked me like, who cares if they get him a long-term deal? He's essentially going to get that per year anyway. And that's Mm -hmm. true. But the point, but the way they structure the deals matters. Like just go, just go to go, go Google Lamar Jackson spa track and then go look at each cap hit for each year. Mm-hmm. Like each year it gets bigger and bigger and bigger because teams are expecting the cap to keep rising, rising, rising. And so you don't want the 22.1 all in 2024. You want to, you know, kind of the Ravens try to be a little bit more flat over the years, but it, it's, it definitely increases. So 
you could save a good, I mean, I don't know, like what, 10 million, 9 million, something crazy. If you turn them, sign them to a long-term deal. I mean, that's a big deal. Mm. Then in terms of Odafi and, and Rashad, we talked about this last week. I don't think I would personally um, exercise the fifth year option on Rashad Bateman. Odafi is a little bit closer, but uh, that's hit or miss for me. He's still like, both of these guys are like, the potential we've been talking right. about the potential right. for years and Odafe always been super close and we're always talking, yeah. but it just hasn't like gone over the top. Yeah. And so like, I, I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me if the Ravens passed on both. Yeah. Uh, but it also wouldn't surprise me if they did pick up Odafe's. It would surprise me a little bit if they picked up Bateman's. Right. To, to me, it's a non-negotiable for Bateman. And then it's up in the air, almost like a, a, a coin flip for Odafe. I mean, he, he he came on. I thought he had probably his best season as a pro, or maybe, um, some would say that it was he had some better seasons early on. But uh, I thought I thought you know availability at times was an issue, and the sack numbers obviously weren't there. But pressures, Owe was bringing it. He just doesn't have a ton of set stats to show you there for. So, um, yeah, I mean, fourteen point five million pass rusher, <sighs> a pass rusher who is still developing. Yeah, he's not somebody I, I might that, do it for you know, Odafe. I think I, I think I might, I might pull that trigger for Odafe. Yeah, and bet on him a little bit, right? Bet on yeah. him and bet on the technique that you've brought in with uh, with Chuck Smith, who who obviously definitely upgraded that room this past season, and and you hope that that he's a late, you hope that he's a late bloomer and stays healthy, right? If you pick that up, you're kind yeah. of banking on those two things, right? Health right. and and late blooming. So absolutely. All right, All right, so some quick hits here. <laughs> Greg Roman saying Greg Roman thinks he um, – I, I, did he speak with the media? Is that where this quote comes from? I got to be honest. I, I saw it, but I, I didn't see the press conference, so not I sure. Didn't, like, I went to Google it, and I didn't see like a press conference. But anyway, um, my sports update, you know, he Ari's always putting up uh, updates, but he quoted Greg Roman, quote, can you imagine Justin Herbert with a great running game? We don't know, but I can imagine what it might look like. So that's kind of the vision. <laughs> <laughs> and and listen, I mean, at the heart of it, of course, that's true. You want any any quarterback to have a running game to like compliment him and to take some pressure pressure off. But it's like you just think of Chargers and Her Herbert. They're always been like pass first, and then here comes Greg Roman, <laughs> pitching the running game. And like Ravens fans, we've we've been there and and done that. So it, it, I I honestly, outside of the Ravens, Chargers might be one of the teams. I'm just gonna like I'm just so interested in seeing how their offense looks in twenty. Well, you're gonna have a chance to see him. You're going to have a chance yep. to see it head on at some point in the regular season. So that'll be fun. Greg did speak with reporters, by the way. Okay. So okay. that's how this came to be. Oops. And along the lines of the wide receiver position, something that we, when we did our free agency episode and looked at that specific position last week, this was a name and not a surprise. Mm -hmm. uh, wide receiver T. Higgins in Cincinnati expected to be franchised by the Bengals. So that means he is. Oh, they've going informed to him that they will. Okay. Yes. Thank yeah. you. He's skipping over things here. So, yeah, the Bengals have informed T. Higgins they are franchise tagging him. So, he ain't going anywhere. Something to be on the lookout for. No surprise there. This was a big surprise. And a lot of people, and if you looked in social media reaction, including his teammate Jalen Ramsey, you could tell <laughs> that was a big, big surprise. The Dolphins have informed their cornerback, Xavier Howard, a star, that he is going to be released at the start of the league year next month. That comes from uh, Garofolo and Peter Schrager. He's a four-time Pro Bowl selection and expected to have, obviously, a decent amount and a significant amount of interest on the market. So it's yeah. a big name. 
Big fish, big fish right there. Yeah, yeah. that you'd want to reel in, but yeah, I, I just don't think the Ravens have the money for it, and they already have their veteran kind of, you know, guys inside the the cornerback room. But oof, that's a big one. Maybe uh, these two guys. <laughs> you and I got the quick trigger today. Maybe these two guys. <laughs> maybe these two guys are going to be asked about it too um, on on Tuesday when Eric DaCosta and John Harbaugh meet with reporters at the annual NFL scout, scouting combine in Indianapolis. Uh, EDC is going to address people at 1030 and Harbs will go directly after him at 1115. Uh, hey, you remember anything, I don't know, significant happening during last year's press conference? Anything, <laughs> anything come to mind there, partner? Definitely some Lamar stuff, but I was about to say it was when Lamar, the day Lamar requested a trade, this, but that was owner's meetings. That was Oh, owner's yeah, meetings. it was. Yeah. Remember, yeah, yeah. your tweet sparked a definite... Uh, oh, you're talking about Rashad reaction, Bateman. Oh. A knee-jerk reaction from Bateman. You transcribed... Yeah, Eric's no, question. Eric's answer to a question related to about the lack of uh, wide receivers and the success that they've had or lack thereof in the draft over the years, and you transcribed exactly what you heard. Bate sees that quote, tweets you, and rips the organization, rips uh, EDC, and then he deleted it. Deletes it. Ends up being a massive thing. I mean, that was that was really something. It's it's fun. Yeah, that I did not see coming i did not mean for that whole to happen that's for sure so we'll see what happens this time around and what's so funny is that you're like hey what happened last time and i like literally was like over my head what you well, were like i mean to your to in all fairness it seems like these things are centered around press conferences yeah. whether it's the, the owners meetings when harbs is sitting down right yep. and, and lamar drops the bomb or this or i'm sure there's been other examples too so all right well roquan smith had uh posted actually a few pictures on Instagram. Pretty cool. Some, some really nice ones. Go over to his Instagram page and, and check that out. Got a great out. photographer but, that follows him around. <laughs> yeah, sorry, it seemed. But anyway, this this photo he put up was of him and PQ uh, with their Pro Bowl jerseys, jerseys on. And he put he put on there, don't let this don't let this smile fool you. Two MFs that'll run through your face and ask questions later. Oh, I miss him on our show. We got to get that. Man. We that's he's the best gotta, of the best. We got to work. Hope he's on enjoying. That. Hope you're enjoying your off season, Ro. And then, of course, Sean Merriman. Uh, that was put on Twitter. That his Instagram photo. And then Sean Merriman saw it, retweeted, quote retweeted, and said, "Both these dudes cut from that old fabric and restores faith that there's a handful left." Mm. That's right. Mm. Coming Let's from make, a guy who who knows a thing about old school thumping. That's right. <laughs> Let's make linebacker hitting uh, big again. That's fantastic. Know. Yeah, Sean. We saw Sean a couple times at, at Radio Row. He was he was popping he was around everywhere. doing a bunch of media availability. So, <laughs> so that's cool there. Yeah, of course. Of course, got to finish with Marlon before we get to one other clip. But there he is with, I think that's his sister, that's Brianna, his sister. in the background. Yeah. yeah, she's a funny Twitter follow. Yeah. But, um, you know, Marlon, always saying what's on his mind. He's been doing a bunch of um, working out at public gyms this offseason. And he's he noticed a few things. And he had to count them and list them out on Twitter. So, one. Some of y'all are jacked, but not lifting heavy. Not sure how that works. To put some clothes on in the locker room. This is not your house. <laughs> Classic. Three, please get a trainer. It's no shame if you don't know what you're doing. They're expensive, I know, but a couple lessons can go far away. You think he's in the in the market for potentially to uh, 
little side hustle. He doesn't need it, but come uh, on, well, I would. I, I mean, I was just watching this video because I went to go find a picture of him working out, and I was like, oh, he's got a he's got a video up. I gotta go check this out. And the, one of the reasons why I, I I pulled this is a because I just think he's funny, and it's always fun to end on a light note. Um, but two, I've I've been I, I try to keep I try to work out quite a bit, but it was only this year that I've introduced like legit weightlifting. I wish I I wish I introduced it to myself years ago, but. Um, I've just been trying to start weightlifting started back when my kids went back to school this fall. So really like late August and I'm pretty sure, I don't know what the heck I'm doing. (laughs) I just felt like Marlon was like talking to me. I'll sometimes go with like my high school son who who lives with his, like his high school baseball team. And I'm like, I just don't know that you know how to do this for a 44 year old woman. I don't know that you're like training me. Right. So, and, uh, and yeah, like, like he lives in a locker room. He knows like, let's put some clothes on guys. We don't need to walk around all crazy. So. Yeah, I think it's time where I get, like he's saying, just get a trainer once or twice, write down what they're doing with you. And, and I, I feel like I feel like I'm ready for it, Bobby. I feel like I'm ready. Just befriend them. I'm like, I got a bunch of trainer buddies and I'm like at the Merit in Canton. They'll come up and be like, bro, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. you know, what are you, come on, come on. What are we doing? So, yeah. That, uh, hey, all power to him for the access that he has to like state of the art luxury gyms and whatnot going to yeah. public that's, that's gotta be a tough one come down to grace a little bit right when it yeah. uh going to, to public gyms but but hey good stuff marlon what's our last clip here with ocho cinco on, on oh this story? is funny so uh, anyway so ocho cinco was on with uh ryan clark on the cw and they were doing their podcast and this just speaks for itself. Let me just play this. Yeah. What's crazy about the videos of you and Ray, the two that they show the most, right. one, he knocks your helmet off, right. and you- Wait, whoa, hey, wait, he knocks my helmet off, and what did I immediately do? Get up and what? Fake fight him. No, I was gonna beat his ass. No, you weren't. <laughs> <laughs> you, I was gonna beat Ray's ass. You, you weren't, were so yeah. trust me. And then there was that time you went to block him, but you slipped or something, right? No, my shoe, my shoestring was untied. Shoestring, <laughs> that's where you fell. I lost leverage. Let me let me say this, Bobby. This is for sure an act because Ocho Cinco loves Ray Lewis. Remember when um, Cam Newton, who by the way was in a fight at his like seven on seven camp in Atlanta this weekend, like. It's crazy. I would just, oh I like gosh. just saw a video of it. I was like, I thought it was a fight at his camp. I was like, no, that is Cam Newton fighting. This is crazy. But anyway, remember when Cam Newton put out, and we talked about it on our show like last month or two months ago, and he said that some people were saying that Lamar means more to Baltimore than Ray Lewis does. And remember, we kind of talked, we kind of had that debate. Damn, I'm well, looking at this right now. Sorry, I, I, <laughs> I haven't seen that yet. Oh, man. Is it him against eight? Like it's a lot, and people? it's like you can't miss Cam because he's got that hair and the and the and the hats he always wears and this and that. But like those dudes could not bring Cam down. Damn. Like, okay, sorry. Oh, I don't even know man. what the background is. Like, I just randomly saw it before we went on. And I was like, holy moly! How about that happening at your camp? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like, like it's like a community event, and like you're trying to help the community. So I don't know what happened there. So I'm sure people Oof. that are listening already know. But um, anyway. Anyway, so remember when he said people think, say that Lamar means more to Baltimore than Ray. Ocho Cinco went on his nightclub with Shannon Sharp and was like emotional about how much Ray means to him. 
So like some of this is just like funny and kind of a funny act. He's like, and what I do, I went up to go beat, beat his A, you know, and just like, so I, and then Ray saw it and he quote retweeted it and he's like, oh, it's all love and put up a smiley face because they, these two really do love one another, but I just oh, love that. Boy. It's like tough guy kind of mode, right? Ocho, so, man. Yeah. What a storyteller. We, 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 ca we caught up with Orlando Brown Jr. In, in Vegas, as some of you know, who probably saw the video and I, I asked him to rehash the, the story of of what Ocho said about his father li linking up with, with the original Zeus one time pregame and didn't end well for him to yeah, chase yeah. him into the tunnel. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's, that's pretty cool. But um, we, we do want to shout out and thank a couple of our OG patrons who've been with us from the jump, supporting the channel uh, through Patreon this month, Tanner Mashburn, Chris Gagnon. Thank you both for believing in what we're building. Appreciate you both. And if you guys are interested in doing the same this off season, you can visit patreon.com forward slash Ravens vault podcast to learn more about what we're offering. So thanks guys. It's combine week. We'll have more coverage. Of course, we'll talk about uh, what's best post press conferences on Tuesday, either a live stream in the mid afternoon or just a normal vault on Wednesday morning. If it's just a normal news cycle based on what EDC and Harbs may or may not say. So uh, yeah, special thanks to Manta sleep for sponsoring this episode. And uh, I think we're all set, right partner. I think we're all set. Cool. Let's have a week. Appreciate you guys. Like this video if you enjoyed this specific piece of content. Subscribe to The Vault both here on YouTube and in the audio-only spaces if you haven't already done so. And for my co-host and partner, Sarah Ellison, I'm Bobby Trossett signing off from this Monday Morning Vault edition. <laughs>